and go to Mexico. Let's do it. John Bonfiglio, his talk radio's Latin American correspondent, joins me now. John, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Yep, really well. Thank you very much indeed for joining us once again here on Talk Radio. So let's talk about what's going on where you are. Migrants in Texas? Yep. Uh, big news of the last, uh, I mean, last week, really, but it really reached ahead yesterday. I mean, two big things, I think, really to convey. One is that there is this Del Rio Bridge in Texas that is currently housing about 12,000 Haitian migrants underneath it in makeshift camps. And then particularly striking yesterday, which has hit a number of headlines internationally, but also in particular made big waves in the U.S. There was this video and um, photographs, images of Border Patrol security on horseback driving back the Haitian or some Haitian migrants across the Rio Grande and made big waves in the U.S. because it was one of those images that could have been taken 100 years ago of a white man on a horse with a whip driving back black individuals um, across a river. So it's become a, a big race um, factor over the course of the last couple of days there and has made waves right up until the up until the president himself. And and I suppose when when these things happen, then it does rather um, create problems, I suppose, for the US and it and, and indeed for the administration. Um, what's the next step on this? Because this is, you know, this is a particularly uh, difficult domestic problem and it's a particularly difficult problem, I suppose, um, for the US to solve that migration is one of these things that it is, uh, you know, really lighting the touch paper, isn't it? Yeah, they're stuck. I mean, a number of finer commentators than me over the course of the last couple of days have said that basically nothing has changed over the course of the last uh, 20 years. What you absolutely have now, the beginning of the Biden, I mean, still relatively young Biden administration is numbers skyrocketing. Trump, whether you liked him or or loathed him, actually managed to drive numbers right down, um, down to 15, 16,000 a month uh, at the low point of last year. But now they've skyrocketed to over 200,000 uh, migrant interventions on the border every month um, on the U.S.-Mexico border, which is huge and which is at a 21-year high since the Clinton-Bush administration. And then the U.S., I mean, no country on earth, but the U.S. is not equipped, does not have um, the resources or the mandate to deal with this, you know, the sheer number of people that are trying to cross the border. And it's a structural issue, not just at the border itself, but of course it is right across Latin America. These Haitian migrants, a lot of these Haitian migrants that are trying to cross the border now didn't leave Haiti with this recent Haitian crisis that we're looking at now, this is um, years in the making. Most of these Haitian migrants left in the earthquake of 2010. So mm. 11 years ago, they've been working their way up through Latin America. A lot went to, to Venezuela, but then Venezuela happened. I mean, there's certainly a lot of movement up from the Northern Triangle com- countries in, in Central America and, and Mexican numbers now are up as well, in particular for, for individual males. But this is not something which can be resolved from one day to, ne- to the next. And if you like, the, the, the point of friction is the U.S.-Mexico border. But there is you know, huge history and socio-political, uh, socio-economic conflicts taking place regionally, which drives people uh, up there, which that border simply cannot fix. Now, let me ask you about something which is on the front pages of many of our papers here uh, as to your view on it. Uh, The government here in the UK is discussing plans uh, to join the North American Free Trade Pact, uh, which is, uh, and I suppose it would mark, as they say here, a reorientation of trade away from Europe. Uh, So in this trade deal, it's with uh, America, uh, Mexico and uh, Canada. Um, 
very often we look at it from the US perspective, but of course you're based in Mexico. How is this free trade pact, if you like? How is it visioned from where you are? Is it something that the UK, from what you know of it, uh, should even be considering? I mean, certainly from, from a Mexican standpoint, Mexico, if you like, is something of a junior partner in this uh, relationship. I mean, most the way that the trade traffic works predominantly is uh, Mexico makes stuff, which then goes up to uh, to the U.S. and so on. And the U.S. is its major is its major market. So um, I heard some of your callers speaking about this before. Mexico was certainly bullied, I think, a little bit to some extent in, into having to accept um, aspects of the agreement of the new what is now uh, the USMCA agreement, which is um, which has taken over from what was previously NAFTA for the last 25 years. Um, so, I mean, I, I would guess it's going to be roughly the same. The, the, the U.S. is able to actually push for preferential terms because it is such a massive economic uh, market. By the same token, the flip side of that uh, argument is that because it is such a major market, almost any any terms that you get are favorable, you know, for any smaller economy than it is. So, I mean, for sure, it is a massive market. I mean, the Canada and Mexico are much smaller than the U.S. in in that context, um, particularly. But I guess anybody having access to that um, to, to preferential tariffs and rates and free transport of goods across this this behemoth of an economic region would probably be fairly grateful to have access to. And uh, just a very quick word on the latest uh, COVID um, situation where you are. Is it still uh, a major factor? Is it causing disruption uh, or is it um, learning to live with it? I think we're in the learning to live with it stage. We're now in what to the tail end of the third spike. So numbers are, are coming down. So I would imagine that at some point in the, in the course of the next uh, couple of months, Mexico will probably come off the red list for travel from uh, from the UK. But nothing really massively has has changed or ever really did change in terms of you know how the government and society really really dealt with. It's been a, a very laissez-faire uh, response. Definitely nothing like the severe lockdowns that we've seen. Mm. Uh, in Europe, for sure. John, thank you very much indeed for joining us once again. That's John Bonfiglio, who's Talk Radio's Latin American correspondent, talking to us not only about uh, the latest on migrants, but also on that potential free trade deal and uh, the latest on COVID too. So there we are. We're up to date there. Meanwhile, we're going to be turning our attention to the big business news stories. We'll be